everybody, Sarah Powell here. In this week's Small Biz Podcast, we're featuring our first nonprofit organization, the Boys and Girls Club of LaFleur County. If you tuned in last week during the uh, Wednesday weekly wrap-up or the Small Biz Podcast with David Deaton at Oklahoma Welcome, I mentioned that we wanted to feature um, our members, and in this particular one, we're wanting to highlight the mom-and-pop shops of Poto, the, uh, our small-town businesses. Uh, when you shop local, it goes back into the community, and that's what helps build our economy. So today I've invited uh, our chamber member, Ariel Perry, with the Boys and Girls Club. You can find more information on our website, on our online directory at potochamber.com, or you can come by the office and pick up a physical directory, and they are listed in there. So stay tuned, and uh, we'll, I'll be interviewing, or I guess more kind of like a casual conversation with Ariel to discuss the Boys and Girls Club. Hey everybody, so today I'm here with Ariel Perry with the Boys and Girls Club. Thank you, Ariel, for taking time out of your busy schedule to do this with me. Thank you. Um, you can find her on our listing on our uh, website at potochamber.com under the online directory, or you can come to the office and pick up a physical copy of it and say hi to us. Um, this is a new podcast series or episode that we're starting. It's the Small Biz. This and Ariel will be our first nonprofit that we've uh, talked to. She great partners. I know Karen went to a lunch, or I'm not really sure what it was. She got the invite, and she went and she came back, and she said, that was really great. She brought back the little uh, business cards yes. from the kids, yes. uh, <laughs> and I think some of, did some of them sing? Yes. So We had, we had singing, speeches, a uh, little dance thing. Like they, they did some really cool stuff. So They went all out. Uh-huh. Well, she came back and was telling me all about it, and uh, it sounded, it sounded, because these kids are young. Right. They range from ages six all the way to eighteen. So oh. I think the oldest one we had at the luncheon was seventeen. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that it went yes. up to yes. eighteen. It wow. Goes up to eighteen. Wow. Well, I was I was impressed by uh, even just the business cards, and I I mean in my brain they were younger kids, mm-hmm. but even still, because um, some you know they need that. But coming up with a business card or kind of mm-hmm. what they wanted to be, because on their business card they had to put on there what they wanted to be right. when they grew up. Yes. Um, so is that something kind of, is that like something that you guys do every year? That kind of that type of program? Um, that we do, um, we do run a career launch program every year. Um, we usually gear that one for summertime because it's just an easier way to plug it in. And we last summer we had. Uh, multiple people, mostly friends of mine, that work in different sectors of um, the career world, and we had them come in, and each week they would get to hear about um, different areas that they could possibly work in as adults, because a lot of the kids that we serve have no idea what's out there for them, and um, haven't been introduced to it, haven't been asked, what do you want to be when you grow up at home, and so they get to do that with us and so it it, it opened um, a lot of their eyes to things that they had never thought about before it was really fun I noticed one of them said they wanted to be a boys and girls club director yes <laughs> <laughs> I have I have several that uh, they tell me that when they grow up they want to work at boys and girls club oh, that's great yes <laughs> okay so let's kind of jump back a little bit um, so how long has the boys and girls club been in this area now I noticed it's boys and girls club of LaFleur County yes 
This is a huge county. Yes, it is. How many offices do you have and how long have they been here? We currently we have two sites. Um, in the past, there have been, I believe, as many as four. Um, and they were just in schools. And so uh, right now, we still have our site at the Hevener School. And then uh, we last year um, kind of dissolved our site with the Poto School and moved it to our own site because it just, just because it gives us more freedom, like when we want to be open later, we can be open. We're open until six now um, during the school year, which gives parents who work further away time to get back. Uh, after work and then also um, it gives us freedom to be open on school breaks where they we didn't have a place to be open before so now like spring break fall break stuff like that our doors are open that must be like it's completely really different yes. and amazing <laughs> like all at the same it is you know is. yeah and it also has open doors to um, we have, we have actually banners from Marketplace across one of our walls, and it represents all the schools in LaFleur County, and we have at least one member from every school except, I think, one in the county. So um, That come here? That come to our club in wow. Pueblo. Mm -hmm. If no one knows, LaFleur County is huge. Yeah, Jeff Fischel actually told me it's larger than Delaware. Did you know that? I did not. Or not Delaware, sorry, Rhode Island. That <laughs> would be saying, huge. <laughs> I'm trying to backtrack. No, I'm Rhode going Island. back to my uh, uh, geography class and thinking Delaware. No, uh, Rhode Island. <laughs> my fault. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. So we've had two locations now. Um, I know that you guys are happy to be in your new location here on uh, – Clayton, Clayton mm -hmm. Avenue. I was sitting here trying to think of the name. I, yes. Like it's, I saw the the words, but <laughs> this is what happens when I go on a podcast. I completely forget what I'm supposed to be saying. So, how long have you been in that location? In that location, um, we got that building July of 2017 and opened the doors that November. So, um, and I know the first day. I think we had five kids the first day, and now we. How run... did that feel? So, your first day and you had five kids. Uh, it was. I don't know. I, I guess it was almost kind of, um, I'm not sure the word underwhelming, is that a word? I, it was, um, you know, you expect kids to pour in and then you have five. <laughs> we have and this then, new building, yeah, everyone and come was, and see us. Yes, and it was exciting, <laughs> but those five kids had the absolute best time. And then within a few weeks, we had, you know, 65 kids coming and then, um, now we have over 400 registered at that site. Um, I believe Hevener's close to like 200. Um, of course, they don't all come every day, which okay. is good because we have a 3,000 square foot building. Um, do you have a, a max of how many you can hold in a day? Or do they kind of rotate out? They kind of rotate out. I mean, they kind of um, different ones play different sports and have different um, activities they're involved in. and. Um, so that has kind of helped, I think, with, like, and in the summer, we, you know, we never know how many we're going to have, um, but we've been running anywhere from, like, 50 to 80 most most days. Um, so you go by an average on that, because you never really know exactly the yeah, number. We, we never know how many we're going to have. No, <laughs> no. And I know Poto schools, um, during the school year, there's, I believe, I believe we're up to six buses that drop kids off now at our building. Um, but like I said, in the summertime, I mean, we have we have members that come from um, 
I know we have one that's a Fanshawe student. Um, we have we have Shady Point, we have Spyro, we have they're from all over, so it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just you that wrangles all these kids no. and sets everything up. So no. how many people are um, are they considered employees or is it a team? How is that? I call them my team. Um, that we do. Um, we well, it's kind of complicated. We have okay at Hevener, I have three staff. Um, that's kind of our smaller number of members and and smaller number of um, smaller numbers in attendance and things like that. So we only have three over there. Um, over here in Poto, we have um, in the summer right now we have six that are staff, plus we have two that are working with the Choctaw Nation Work Program and two that are working with the AmeriCorps member program. So all together, my team is <laughs> like ten or ten yeah. or so. So, but on top of that, you also have mentors and volunteers and, mm -hmm. and and on average how many do you have for that oh um that's a really great question we are always needing more actually we need <laughs> we need mentors really bad um we've been having trouble like the ones we have are phenomenal we love them um and they they just come in um we have certain kids that have signed up for this mentoring program and it basically just gives them a safe person to talk to um, and somebody that can kind of guide them mm -hmm. when they're having struggles with things. Um, and all it entails for the mentor is they come to the club once a week for about an hour and hang out with their kids or kids. If they want more than one, we'll totally give them more than one. But <laughs> uh, so we, we have some really good ones um, and we have some that uh, have, have moved and uh, some that have, you know their schedules have changed and they're not able to do it for whatever reason so uh, we definitely need more volunteers and uh, and then we also have other things that we need volunteers for like um, during the school year we have um, one of our programs is called power hour and it's like homework help um, we always want volunteers for that always um, and and to volunteer people just have to come in and fill out an application to be a volunteer and then we have to run a background check obviously because we want our kids to be safe um, but then they're welcome to come volunteer every day if they want to yeah <laughs> so um, that's definitely something that we're working on getting more of so you have the mentor program mm -hmm. what other programs because you said something about power that's hour yes so I mean if you just if you want to highlight a couple yeah or... um, yeah, so there's the Power Hour one, which is the homework help. And I will say, I've had several kids that have come to me and said, my grades are so much better because of this. And that's always a good feeling because, um, you know, there's days that running a nonprofit's really exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and um, sometimes it's, um, you know, you question, like, why am I still doing this? But then they come in there and bring you their report card because they want you to see it first and show you that they raised their grade because of, your club and that's really awesome yeah. uh, we also do physical fitness um, which we call triple play uh, because they work on their physical fitness but they also work on like nutrition and um, emotional health as well excuse me and then we have um, in the summer we do drama 
and at the end of the summer they'll put on a little play um, we usually do it at the pocket park and then we have art and uh, this summer we're doing music because one of my team members is um, a little bit of a guitar player so he's been running music with them which I love um, we're doing puppet theater which is really fun that's a new one this year they're loving it yes uh, <laughs> We have Smart Girls, which is obviously just for the girls, um, Passport to Manhood for the boys. And we always need volunteers for both of those too. Um, we are doing, uh, one thing that I'm, I'm really excited about is our junior staff program. Uh, Brittany is the unit director at the Poto site and she kind of took this program under her wing and just blew it up, like it's amazing. And so they, uh, they have to be a certain age and they can apply they actually fill out like a job application oh, to wow. apply to be junior staff then she'll schedule them with an interview and they're supposed to come in i mean we know they're not going to come in in like a suit or anything right. but they come in um dressed presentably just in your sunday best yes. um they're supposed to try to be punctual you know and some of them started when school was in session so they were running over from the middle school so they're sweaty or it rained <laughs> or whatever but yeah. um but they came to their interview and they and she critiques them on it and she says you know when you go to your interview don't play on your phone or get your earbuds out or <laughs> sit up straight they, in your chair <laughs> things that no one said to me <laughs> yeah things that they don't tell you you know that maybe they and they honestly they don't know that so um she's been helping them with those things and then uh, of course they get the job and then she just gives them little assignments each day like one of them filed a bunch of stuff for me and it's amazing and it's oh, alphabetical was, and wonderful oh, yeah, yeah so um, that makes me excited yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they have the little mock timesheet where they keep up with their hours and so eventually when they go to apply for colleges or scholarships or jobs even they have you know I volunteered x number of hours at the boys and girls club which is a worldwide known mm -hmm. um, organization so then they're able to say well at this boys and girls club i gave this much time um, volunteering and i also attained these job skills because of that time and so that that's excellent is definitely going to be something that helps them in the future that's so. excellent I yeah I applaud that. That's wonderful. Yes, I'm very excited about that program. So, uh, what's the age on that one? Because you said it was a junior. Yeah, um, we try to have them be at least 13. 13. We have a couple that are a little younger, um, but most of them are 13 and up. We have some that are 16, 17 that are doing it. And of course, it's, I mean, it's volunteering, it's unpaid, but they're getting that right. on their resume and stuff. So, that's, it's fun. Yeah, that's cool. But you have. M multiple programs mm -hmm. and um, yes. if, if anybody wants to look into that they can always go to your website mm -hmm. which I don't apparently know right off the top it of my is, head I thought I wrote I it down <laughs> it is www.bgclafleurcounty.org okay and that's where you can find all much the information all the mm -hmm. all the things all the things <laughs> <laughs> so you where did you go where did you come from before the boys and girls club did you have like a nonprofit background or uh, I did not run a nonprofit I worked for a nonprofit okay. actually um, I was a drug and alcohol counselor for a nonprofit okay. in Arkansas and also worked in prevention um, in marketing <laughs> I wore a lot of hats there too yeah. um, and from that um, 
some things happened there and I ended up coming back here um, and then this job I I don't think I'll ever forget like I was seven months pregnant with my daughter I think when I walked into the interview with <laughs> with the board members that were interviewing me and I first of all did not know I was gonna be interviewed by four people I thought it was gonna be you know one uh, so I walked in and I was already scared like they're gonna see this baby bump and think probably not and so uh, but they didn't and they hired me and it's been such a blessing um, to me and hopefully to the kids involved um, it's been really really awesome sorry I got a little sidetracked reading okay. my notes uh, so working for the the nonprofit, do you feel like that helped get you some like at least a background or some idea on on a nonprofit? I mean, I know it's a totally different. Yeah, well, um, as far as like nonprofit world, not really because I didn't deal with um, you know budgets very much or any of that kind of thing. Okay. But where it did help me was um, one of the programs that I did not mention that we run is called Smart Moves. And it's all about healthy life choices and um, substance abuse prevention and things like that. And I know, um, I don't know if people are aware that LaFleur County kind of has a drug problem. Right. <laughs> so my goal is um, giving the youth of our community a place to go that's safe and that's positive and it's showing them that you know, maybe mom or dad or both went down that road, but you don't have to. And, and, um, and maybe they're still going down that road, but here's you a place that you can be where you don't have to be in it. Um, yeah. And so I know there, that I've heard comments about, well, I just don't really like the location. I don't like that part of town. It's a little sketchy. You know, I, I've heard that. Mm -hmm. um, and I say, yeah, that's why we're there. Because we have so many... Uh, young members that walk to us from the neighborhood where we are. Um, we have kids that ride their bike to us, um, which is one thing that's on my list of things I want in the future is a bike rack. Because <laughs> uh, we don't have one right now. So, uh, and, and we have that new lot uh, mm -hmm. where we're planning to build, hopefully in the near future. And part of the reason I wanted it I wanted that lot is because it's not far from where we are right now like we actually walk over there every Friday to go to the pool and so it's not too far for these kids to still be able to go right so. and you're located at 305 Clayton, Clayton Avenue, Avenue. Mm -hmm. and where's the lot the lot is on West Boulevard it's kind of across from the park at um, Twyman Park okay um, like the rock house is like right across the street okay. so yeah, pretty exciting. Wow. So, do you have a wait list for the kids, or do you accept? We do not have a wait list, and I'm doing my very best to not ever need one. Um, we have, like I said before, we have like 400-something kids registered at our mm -hmm. site. Um, but the way life works, you know, most of them don't come all the time. Um, we have a handful that are there almost every day from open to close, but then the rest of them are just kind of in and out. hit and miss, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, so no, right now we don't have a wait list, and I'm really trying to avoid it because I do not want to have one. 
So what is, for someone, I mean, we gave them a whole lot of information, but for someone who really doesn't know what the Boys and Girls Boys and Girls Club is about. Mm-hmm. What's their uh, mission or their, or I mean, you you know your your purpose. You said you wanted to keep them, give them a safe place. What's the mm-hmm. mission, I guess, of the purpose of the Boys and Girls Club um, for the community? Yeah, our mission, word for word, is <laughs> to enable all young people, especially those who need us most, to reach their full potential as productive, caring, responsible citizens. Um, and that's definitely our goal with all the programs we have and stuff. I know, I know a lot of people say, oh, it's just cheap daycare, but it definitely is not. And it's, (laughs) um, we have so many programs like we talked about earlier. And, um, our goal is really to help these young people be the best adults they can be. So, um, they're learning a lot about being respectful and being responsible, um, even the six-year-olds that are in there, some of them maybe aren't really at that maturity mark where they really should be there, and, but we, well, we try to take them as long as we can. Um, and they, uh, they learn to, like we have a concession stand. I don't, I've told the parents, like we are no longer going to hold their money for them. They're learning to be responsible, give it to them. If, you, if they need a wallet, get them a Velcro Spider-Man wallet at Walmart. Like, <laughs> yeah. But they, they're learning to hold on to their own stuff because one, I don't have staff to, we're not staffed to cover individual little things yeah. like that. Um, and then two, because we're not doing them any favors if we don't teach them to take care of their own. So that's what we do. So the boys and, <sighs> you're a nonprofit organization how does the Boys and Girls Club keep their doors open Who um, these kids? We apply for a lot of grants. Uh, we don't get them all, but we apply for a lot. And then we mostly run on donations. So um, anybody who is my Facebook friend that hasn't hit the unfollow button already because they're tired of it, I ask <laughs> constantly for people to donate. Um, and it's really, I mean, we have it set up to do really easily on our website, um, which again is bdclafleurcounty.org. You want to make sure you go to the right club. Uh, and then people can set up $10 a month donations. And that's like, some people think, okay, that's really small. That's not helping. But I, I've crunched so many numbers and if 20% of our Rhode Island sized county gave ten dollars a month it would more than quadruple our budget so then then we wouldn't have to worry about it and this part of the year I'm always going oh no are we gonna make it (laughs) so um so definitely always needing more people to jump on that train and then also we're partners with United Way at Fort Smith and they're awesome so um yeah without them and our grants and our awesome donors there's no way so so if someone comes and they want to donate, and they do donate, they mm-hmm. give you, like, they come to the office or whatever, and they give you a donation, what happens with that money? Does it stay here in the community locally? Do you have yes. to, you know, I mean, what's the, what um, happens next? Donations that go to our club stay at our club. Um, donations that go uh, to the national organization don't get sent back to us. I know some people, I mean, I... I fully support the national organization because they 
help us and support us. Um, but definitely, uh, we want people to understand that if they bring it to us, it stays with us and it goes into our funds to help us stay open. Um, and I know a lot of people have some like discomfort, I guess, with giving money to a nonprofit. And I, I can understand that because you want to make sure that whatever you're giving is being used appropriately. Um, and so some people would rather donate things in kind, which is also very helpful. Um, last year, I think I had to, I think Club Money bought snacks three or four times in the whole school year because every time I again posted on Facebook, like, hey, we need snacks, people brought snacks and it was awesome. Um, but as far as where the money goes, we, uh, we pay for our building, we pay for our electricity, our water, our toilet paper, our paper towels, we have to pay our staff. Um, and it's not like they're there making the big bucks. I mean, they could go just about anywhere in town and make more money. They're there because they love those kids. Mm -hmm. um, and we have to, of course, we have to have, you know, insurance, which isn't cheap. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that people don't really think about, I think, that, that nonprofits have to pay for. Um, and that money has to come from somewhere. So right. uh, without those things, we can't stay open. So... Well, I feel like we covered just about everything. If anybody mm -hmm. is looking for more information or uh, have any questions, um, they can, can they reach you at the club? Oh yeah. What's that phone number again? It is 918-647-7136. Can anybody just stop by the yeah, club and absolutely. see? absolutely. So. Yes, I love it when people want to come see it because they see how badly we need the new one. <laughs> <laughs> need to expand already yes so bad <laughs> so are you is there a building out there on no. the new so you have to build a we new... are working on floor plans uh we're working on um trying to get the funds together to build right. what we want uh we have some major awesome visions in our heads like the board uh has been really phenomenal and and we've been meeting and trying to figure out exactly the best options and what's going to be the best for the community and best for the club and best for the future of the kids. Um, and it's, it's a big undertaking, but I know it's totally going to be worth it. We just have to get more people on board to make it happen. So, yeah. uh, how many people are on your board? Uh, 11 right now. Is that pretty, is that staffed or I mean not staffed, but is that, What's your max? Do you have a... 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely looking to fill those spots too, I think. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Looking out for people for that too. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, thank you, Ariel, for joining me and taking time. Like, because you said... Of you're course. Because even with everything you said, we all know you're really busy. <laughs> I made pancakes with kids this morning, actually. So, that was fun. Oh, wow. We, <laughs> we had pancakes with Miss Perry. I don't know. Patriotic pancakes with Mrs. Perry. That's what they were. We made them red, white, and blue. How cute. They were fun. Yeah. <laughs> did they get to help with that part of like making the dough and stuff? Oh, yeah, they did it. I had, um, I took kind of the older kids to do it, and yeah. the little, the younger group was outside playing, and I, I pulled, I think we had like 10 or 15 of them um, that came in to make pancakes. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so thanks for again for to helping get the word out with this uh, 
small business podcast. Yeah, thank um, you. If you want to find out more information, they have a Facebook page. You can go, uh, it's Boys in the letter N, Girls Club, LaFleur County. You can find them on their website. Mm-hmm. I didn't write it down. Uh, BGCLaFleurCounty.org. <laughs> and it also links to our Facebook and our Instagram and our Twitter. So Man, you guys are out are, there. We are hip. <laughs> <laughs> so hip. <laughs> I don't think hip's even a good hip word anymore. Oh, That's man. okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It used to be you know, hip to the lingo. I think yeah. that's... I not, think I passed that old age. Mark. That's not that's not <laughs> cool anymore. Oh goodness! <laughs> uh, if you haven't signed up for our new text notifications, you can do that. Um, there's a YouTube on our YouTube channel at Poto Chamber. It kind of walks you through on the step by step on how to do that. Um, one thing I did want to mention um, on that when you sign up, you can click the different the different categories. So like Chamber events. Uh, balloon fest and then on there there's donald w reynolds center and you guys have done your fundraiser here yes at the reynolds center um is that normally the same time every year it's usually in the spring spring time but yes. if you do that <laughs> if you do that text notification once they get signed up and they get it on the books and in mm-hmm. the calendar we send out reminders and say hey boys get and girls tickets. club you get those tickets absolutely and uh, so that's just another you know another way to get that um but That's all we've got, I guess. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, if you like our podcast, I hope you'll subscribe on your favorite platform. Share it with your friends. Uh, just show us some love on our social media. I'll have them listed in the description. And uh, if you have any ideas or you have some suggestions, uh, I would love your feedback. Um, you can email me at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at podochamber.com. Uh, for more information, visit our website at podochamber.com, or you can give us a call, 918-647-9178. Thank you.